did get here. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. The, um, doesn't come up on my screen. Can you help me? Um, it's up here, but it's not. How, how many are grateful for the sound people? <laughs> I told, uh, does that go work? Well, we're going to try it. Okay. Um, thank you, Tom, for, oh, are, are we on here, Heather? Yeah. And um, thank you. I, I want to talk gentle. Um, I lost my Pentecostal anointing. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> uh, uh, Annalie, where are you? Annalie Dietz, where are you? Okay, I just wanted to see. I'm, I'm reading your face. That's what I'm doing. Um, because there's snow on the roof doesn't mean the fire's out in the basement. I am a papa tonight. I, I've had a prophetic dimension in my life. And, and um, what I want to do with you tonight is, I said to Jim, if I can get through this without crying, it will be important for us. I, I, I want to say to you, what I've been teaching my own family. This is not a preachment so much as it is an insight, very fresh, very new. I'm starting to see, uh, I'm walking with the Lord 71 years. Uh, met the Lord when I'm 12, when I was 12. I'll be 83 next week, next month. Um, Lord has been good. The joy and the journey has been real, hasn't it, for all of us? Um, what I want to do, human, as God intended, is a whole theme. I wish I could teach you this. Um, Son of God is used 58 times. Son of man is used 198 times. So the whole purpose of the Son of Man and why he became human is in order for us to know what it means to be human as God created us. Now I'm going to show you some things, and it's, it's not complicated. There's no reason anybody here won't be able to follow me. I don't want to be crowded. I'm not trying to get anywhere. 
I want to get to the content of this as gently and as clearly as I possibly can. And if we do, I think you will see some things that will help us orient. Um, how, how many here know something is changing in the heavenly? Man, boys and girls, I've been around a while, but I, I have never engaged or experienced anything like we have in this last three years. A um, lot of good stuff, and the theme is right. Unshakable kingdom, uh, prevailing church is exactly where we are, and uh, I'm for that. Now, I just, I just want to go... I just want to go um, little by little, and I'm just going to talk to you like a papa. I do not want to preach or teach. I want you to receive me as if you were my kids. And if you would, that will give you an access to me and to the Lord uh, through me for us to hear this. One, these are things for which we are unprepared. One, of the increase of his kingdom, there shall be no end. If the kingdom is continuing to increase, it's going to bring changes. Do you hear that? The increase of the kingdom seems to be gaining some kind of velocity now in a way that I have waited for for many years. Um, increase of his kingdom means what Calvin and Luther said to us may not be as applicable as it once was. Because what is changing is changing deeply, theologically, philosophically in every way. Second, discoveries of science. I am, this just blows me away. Now, many of us are, 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 are taught to take refuge in the literal meaning of Scripture. The scripture will not fail me. Well, mm, the scripture doesn't fail, but interpretations and the way we apply scripture has gone through a thousand changes. You believe it. Science, uh, string theory, Quantum, entanglement. Some of you don't even know what that is. If you understand entanglement, it blows your circuits. Entanglement means a, a, an electronic particle on this side of the world changed. The electronic particle on the other side of the world changes at the exact same moment without traveling space. 
It's, it's scary stuff. Now, somehow, the kingdom and science are starting to come together. I don't know what this is a collision or what, but it's starting. For the first time in history, science is not uh, totally bad because something of the nature of the universe is, is totally spiritual. This is what science says. The earth is not matter. The earth is one giant thought. I said, oh my God. And then I realized that Christ Jesus spoke a thought and the world was created. I just read, take the Empire State Building, take all the space out of the Empire State Building, and it reduces to the size of a grain of rice that weighs 200, 300,000 tons. Now, this is all stuff, boys and girls, we are going to face. Do you hear me? It is stuff you can't put away. You can't pretend is not there. It's bringing changes that we've just got to find out how to deal with. The third one, technology advances. Einstein says when technology is finished, we'll have a world full of idiots <laughs> all playing with their iPhone and communicating thumb to thumb. How many of you know you're losing your kids? Yeah. Scary, man. Stuff is scary. Four, media explosion. There's an intentional anarchy in media. Media now, uh, radio, television, movies, all the media. Uh, um, Facebook and, and tweeting and all that stuff that's going on. I, I, I don't want to do that. I, I, here's the fifth one. This is where we're going to go tonight. Implosion, explosion of corruption. Now you must, you must hear my heart and I'll try to explain and take it further if we need to, but you just got to understand corruption. Let me give you a picture of corruption. You see it? Corruption is as frightening as anything that has ever happened to the universe. Corruption means that in the midst of good, something's wrong. How many here know that every sphere of our government is corrupt? I'm going to touch some things about corruption. Corruption is deeper than sin. Sin is embracing corruption. I hit my, my, my 
computer network to, and did a thing on, on corruption, 5,800 hits. About 80% of those are sexual. How many here are aware that our whole nation is gone sexual crazy? I mean, you just can't, you just can't imagine what is going on and, and blinded. To, to, to in, in, in many instances, we're, not, we're blinded to it because we don't understand corruption and we think it's sin. I, I can't teach on corruption tonight. I just want to introduce you to it so you know where I'm at. Now, when you see something that looks good, we learn to discern how much corruption is in it. How corrupt is the thing? When I come on the television as a politician and I say, trust me. <laughs> oh my God. Right? <laughs> now, it, it, see, what I'm trying to give you is an overview, and I'm going to try to show you where this goes and why we are all feeling this darkness pressing down. If, you, if I was to ask you, what's the one word that's pressing the darkness down, what would you tell me? Come on. <laughs> There's one in every crowd. In there. <laughs> but see, the, see, corruption is the most mysterious thing you've ever seen. The, I, I, we'll come to that. I, I'm trying, I don't want to get ahead of myself. Whew. And I'm shaking like a leaf. I, I'm reason because I'm trying to get in. Now watch this. Uh, this is brand, this is new to me. And I'm going to take you on a journey and we're going to discover the true wilderness. The reason I believe you don't get born again and enter the kingdom at the same moment is because there's a wilderness between you and the kingdom. Now, I know that's a little bit shocking, but let's, let's figure out how it works. Um, can I, does this have a thing on it, Eric? A, a red dot? Yeah. Uh, is it that one? Yeah, green. that's good. Green one. A green dot is better than a red dot, huh? <laughs> now, here's what shocked me. I, you may know this. If you do, you should have told me. <laughs> See that? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Dear Lord. Whoa, man, that is wrecking up my deal here. Uh, maybe I better use this, huh? 
<laughs> now what? Can I use that thing without punching the wrong thing? Listen. This is A, creation. B, fall of man. C, where did we land? Corruption. The whole thing was corrupt. Everything about it was corrupt. The earth was corrupt. And so I'm wrestling with this. And then it hit me. It's in corruption. Whoops. <laughs> I think I'm going to use a yardstick. I think that's what I'm <laughs> Thank you for being what am I going to do now? Here we go. I got to back it up one. All right, now watch. A is creation. And the creation of man, B, the fall of man, and man falls into corruption. And then the redemptive act Christ dies in Jerusalem with a magnanimous, triumphant, unbelievable crucifixion. Can't imagine how when I watched The Passion, there were people crying in the halls of the movie and I was in tears. I, I've been trying to get up the courage to watch it the second time because it probably is close as anything I've seen of what it actually was. Now, there's the redemptive act. Now, watch this, please. And I, I, I want to go slowly, but I want you to see it. The new birth. The new birth is born of a not corruptible, but an incorruptible seed. 1 Peter 2.23 we were born of an incorruptible seed. We were born, say it with me, we were born with an incorruptible seed. Now watch the implications of the new birth. One, there's an awakening of our sensory perception. That's the new birth. When I was born again, my five spiritual senses were returned to me. I could see God. I could hear God. I could feel God. I could taste him, and I could smell him. Wish I could tell you about that instant, unbelievable experience of the odor of the Lord. It was, I wish I could have preserved it somehow. Now what? The new birth of an incorruptible seed awakens the sensory perception. Two, then we are inseminated with agape as the eternal seed, incorruptible seed. Every woman here knows you don't get a little bit pregnant. <laughs> Picture with me, God the Father inseminating you. 
with an eternal seed. Yes. Three, the authority to identify as a member of Father's family. 1 John 1.12, as many as received him, he gave authority to be identified as Father's own family. Very, very important. Now, Something really shocked me in this, and I'll I'll get to it in a moment. Yes. (laughs) Waters of Noah, Isaiah 54, verse 9. Water baptism, God says, Isaiah says, that the water of baptism is like the waters of Noah. Now watch what I'm doing with this, because this is vital. What was the waters of Noah? The whole earth was corrupt. He sweeps the earth with water, And then he puts a rainbow in the sky. And he said, I'll never do that again. Do we believe that? Yes. We do. You know why? Because now he's not going to do them all at once. He's going to do them one at a time. He's going to drown each of you. Come on. He's going to drown each of you, what? One at a time. You were buried. And corruption, you were released from corruption. The nature of water baptism carries the release from corruption. And if I, the old fathers knew this. Now, third one. Baptism in the Holy Spirit for obedience. You shall be, you will be a witness. Now, here's what shocked me. I'm not trying to play you. I'm trying to get my own brain straight, all right? At 83, things come a little slower than they used to. (laughs) Now, here's what shocked me. If any man is in Christ, come on. Come on. I thought, oh, my God, I see it. You know what I saw? I saw that this act happened before creation. When was Christ crucified? I thought, oh my word. 
there was a new creation before there was the first creation. Where do we go with that? And I hit my computer thing. Creation, this word creation is used, help me now, I think 70, 80 times maybe in the New Testament. All through. We're going to work with it a little bit. Now, here's what I'm perceiving. This, these three acts, Oh, I this is the first time I've taught this publicly, so I'm a little bit nervous. <laughs> These three acts didn't take us anywhere. They just brought us back to normal. <laughs> we didn't grow. We didn't change. We just back to D. And this is... This is to restore me to Father's purpose. And I think this may be why the baptism just swept the earth. Now it's time for us to figure out what happened. Man, that was a phenomenon, wasn't it? A hundred. I, what would you guess people received the baptism right here? Thousands, un unmultiplied thousands in 40 years. Now, what we didn't know, that this baptism was designed for obedience. Now watch. The new birth buries my corruption, baptizes me in the spirit, and takes me back to D, normal. Now, here's my shocker. This shocked me, and I'm going to shock you. <laughs> Resurrection isn't the issue. Ah! I, this is resurrection right here. Do you know what's waiting for us right now? Ascension. Oh, the whole idea of ascension truth. Jesus was not very much on the earth resurrected. Pretty soon, what happened? Listen to, listen to ascension truth. Seated with Christ. Yeah, me too, man. <laughs> Seated with Christ. Come on. In heavenly places. Ascension truth. Now, if, if as a body, as the body of Christ... We have got to get hold of this because what I want to introduce you to, very, very uncomplicated, what I want to reduce you to is what I call, well, let me do it this way, let me do it twice here, the true wilderness. Mm -hmm. 
resurrection brings me back to normal. Ascension truth takes me towards Father's goal for each of us. The redemptive act was what he did for me. Can I use this without messing up? No. <laughs> what he did for me is preparation for what he wants to do. I want you to say it with me now. What he did for me is preparation. That's ascension truth. That's when we learn to please the Father and get on with the Christian life and see the kingdom involved with all the issues that we're looking at. The true wilderness. Man. How many here, don't, don't, you're not trying to please me now, just how many here have found yourself in some kind of wilderness? Amen. I want to see your hand. Look, look at 80% of you, the other 20, wait. <laughs> it's on its way. I love it. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> because the, the implications are so far reaching I'm telling you when I saw the difference between resurrection and ascension I thought I was going to lose it because the ascension and moving into what God wants for us and this is a return to normal you can't go up this road without resurrection but once you're resurrected, you are in expected to take this equipment and go up the road with him. Now, I want to I uh, try to clarify this. I, I worked on this. I can't tell you how, how, how much time I've spent on this trying to get it clear. And I'm telling you, this is the first time I've ever taught this publicly. Here we go. Jesus is A to Z. The whole creation is Christocentric. The whole thing. He spoke it into existence. <laughs> and he did it, Joe. When did he do it? And then he creates, the thing falls, and he begins. Now, he said, this is the new creation, the one I was identifying before the world began. If any man is in Christ. And then I hit my search button, creation. I, I was going to put them all up there for you, but I didn't want to overwhelm you. Watch. All 
creation is Christocentric. That's why we don't have to worry what science is saying. If it's true, I don't mean false science now. Or let me, no, let me use the word, I don't mean corrupted science. True science is going to bear witness to the reality of the creation. Yes, yes it is. <laughs> and nobody knows. Listen, I, I've got a chart at home. Am I, are you all right? Are you all right? I'm not beating up on you, am I? No. I've got, got a chart at home I, I seriously wanted to put up here. It's a big chart. And um, does anybody know the author of... Uh, oh, brief history of everything. It's all right. But anyway, he says, he says, the, the nature of, oh, I know what I'm saying, this big chart, and, and, and he says, the atheists, and the people who believe in God are being forced to the middle, which is spirituality. Now, I don't mean Christian spirituality, but what science is discovering is that all things are spiritual. The universe is spiritual. The whole creation is spiritual. And now all of a sudden they're saying, and the, and the atheists and the agnostics love it. No. But there's nothing else but spiritual. Creation is spiritual. You are spiritual. A spiritual being in a spiritual world that was created by Christ. And the whole thing is Christocentric and it's moving. Science and 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 what I'm hoping is that the the persevering church will run with the with the kingdom as these two rise. And it's possible, I don't know, please don't say Bob said, I don't know, but it's possible that these two things would come and collide some way and the kingdom be revealed. Possible. Yeah, and it would come so differently than any of us. And then I thought, oh, I've got to throw my book away. Now watch. All right, I know where I'm at now. Whew. The mystery of Christ, Z. Now I'm going to show you this scripture in a minute. You will not believe it, even if it's written. I'm telling you, you'll have a hard time getting your mind around when I open the scripture. The mystery of Christ, Z is freedom embraced for a cosmic purpose. Romans 8, 19 to 21. I'm, I'm going to put it up on the board. So, 
but you can look at it. But don't, don't, don't look at it yet. Just wait for me. <laughs> wow. This has put new life in this old man. And I think I can explain it in a way that you can buy it. If you can, it'll start your generator running all over again. It will, I'm telling you, it will. What Christ has done for me, A to D. That's what Christ has done for me. D to Z, what Christ has done in me. How long have I been talking? Do you know? Not long enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go now. Watch. The journey to freedom is an ascension reality, not a resurrected reality but an ascension reality. We are called to be seated with him, come on, in heavenly places. Not mystical, not crazy, it's real. And listen, seated with him in heavenly places means that's the place where decisions are made for the future of the world. It's as serious as a heart attack. All right, here we go. Now I'm going to show you something. Now watch, I've got the red things up here. When I taught Bible at San Quentin, all the prisoners used to say, that's good stuff, Bob, but but what do the man say? (laughs) Who's the man? The red letters. They want to know what did the man say. (laughs) I loved it, man. I loved it. I I think they sorted me out more than I sorted them out. Now watch this. We're going to read this carefully. We're going to absorb it. This is amplified. Please don't miss this. Please don't miss this. For even the whole creation All nature waits expectantly and longs earnestly for God's sons to be made known. Waits for the revealing, the disclosure of their ascension life. 20. For the creation was subjected to frailty, futility, condemned to frustration. That's exactly the Greek word. Actually, the Greek word, I think, I hope I remember this, is plastos. Does that sound familiar? Plastic. Frailty. Condemned to frustration. Not because of some intentional fault on its part. Creation didn't do anything. Creation was cursed, wasn't it? 
And then a strange thing happened. Should I do this? There's an author. His name is Schroeder, Gerald Schroeder. The book is entitled God According to God. He's a Hebrew scholar, lives in Jerusalem, conservative. And he says that God gave the earth a mind of its own. That's called corruption. It's as mysterious as anything. How many here have a garden? How many know weeds grow faster than... <laughs> now listen, let me take it and not help me with this, please. He says in the book, he says, just watch bacteria, and when bacteria are attacked, they go through all their changes, change their defense mechanism, and come out on top. It's got a mind of its own. Creation has a mind of its own. I thought, oh my God. Yes, it does. He subjected this in hope. Boy, does this take us off someplace, some unbelievable places. Now watch this. Creation itself, say it with me, please. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my. Now, this is what I'm going to do to you. I'm going to do it in three stages, all right? For freedom, Christ set you free. Yes, yes. That means freedom is the end result. All the teaching I've ever had over the years on freedom was somebody trying to get permission to drink wine. <laughs> Come on. My doctor said, Bob, drink two glasses of red wine every day. And I'm not giving you his name or address. <laughs> I said, I hear it, I hear it, yeah. So that isn't the issue. Now watch, because I'm going to take another step in this. For freedom. For freedom, Christ said you're free. Galatians 5.1. Don't be entangled again but preserve the freedom that God gave you. Now, why, why freedom? I think I am now helping you to see a different goal for your Christian life than the rapture. <laughs> now, if the Lord wants to rapture everybody, he has my permission. <laughs> I don't believe that. What I believe is that God saved me to help other men. Amen. That my redemptive act was for his purpose. That it wasn't to go to heaven. 
It was so that I could engage the kingdom and do his will and find myself in the sentient truth and living towards freedom. So I said to the Lord, and there's all kinds of scriptures on freedom. One of them says, this is First Peter. One of them says, act as free men. And don't use your freedom for selfish reasons. Whoa. So I said, okay, I'm going to. But I, I didn't know how to act as a free man. Because nobody ever taught me how to be a free man. Or a free woman. Nobody ever really, this was never a theme that we were taught. I'm telling you, it's not a theme that we were taught. And I'll show you in a moment why there's corruption in the church. Watch. Creation itself will be set free. From the bondage to decay and what? Catch that word now. Listen to 1 Peter 1.4. Great and precious promises that by these you might escape that's in the world through lust. Oh, I thought, the Lord is inviting me and you, because you invited me, (laughs) for us to walk out of corruption. Now, we are externally holy. How about internally? Oh, man. When I put technology up there, missionaries in the field are being eaten up with pornography because it's hidden and nobody knows. Just... They're on the field all alone. Corruption sweeps in. Now, what kind of freedom is creation going to enjoy? Creation is going to enter the freedom that the church has. Or doesn't have. And I thought, oh my God. Oh my God. You know why? do Do you hear something that will motivate us? In a little while, I'm going to ask you, If you want to be free, just stand to your feet. But know what you're doing. I don't know what it means for you to be free. But I know what it meant for me to be free. Now why should I why should I put freedom on you guys? Because the whole creation waits for you to be free. That's cosmic. 
My God, it's, it's, it's working in me. I said, Lord, I want to be free, a free man in every sense of the word, in order that we could speak to a hurting, futile, plastic world. Creation enters the church's freedom, and every commentator will tell you that. We just never saw it. We know that the whole creation of irrational creatures I changed this. It's not, this not what the what the uh, Amplified says. The Amplified says bo- uh, moaning, but the Greek word is groaning. Now listen to groaning. The Holy Spirit groans. Creation groans. Yes, yes. Come on. What else groans? We groan. <laughs> oh, man. Now we're getting hold of ascension truth. And we're starting to go up the road and we're starting to find out how this thing works. And then I begin to see this unbelievable purpose wanting to unfold. If that's true, and I believe it is. Now, five ruling forces that are instrumental in cultivating and releasing corruption. None of these are sinful until what? Until what? They're corrupted. Now, I'm not, let me jump ahead a moment. Is Wall Street corrupt? You don't even have the courage to answer. (laughs) Is politics corrupt? I'm almost in tears, I'm telling you. Now, I want you to see these these are principalities. These are ruling forces. Watch this. Before Jesus is baptized in water, he's obedient to his mother. Was he buried? Was Christ buried? He goes into water baptism as a Jewish Messiah. He is pulled out of the water as, as, the, as the king of kings and lord of lords. His whole purpose is now then. And the first encounter with his mother, John 2. What is that to you, mother, woman? If I ever talked to my mom like that, <laughs> there wouldn't be any Bob Mumford. I don't know. So now I'm trying to understand something. Listen to the scripture. Hate your mother and father. Now, if you don't believe this, just 
call your mom and say, we're not coming home for Thanksgiving. We're going to go to Asheville and hand out tracts. She will love it. No. Mama rule. Natural family rule. The Kennedy family rule. The mafia is a family. And when family is corrupted, how many here, careful now, maybe you shouldn't raise your hand, but how many here understand a corrupted family? Could I see your hand? You're half of them. I had to go home and say to my mother, Mother, your rule in my life is over. Her eyes rolled back. She fell on the floor speaking in tongue. <laughs> and I said, Mother, when you're all done doing that, get up. It's over. I don't think I'd be standing here if I hadn't done that. My. It's real. Families are falling apart, are they? The corruption is disentangling and tightening others. Second one, culture, tradition. Luke 15, verse 1, 2, 3, I think it is. There's not a demon in hell that can touch the word of God. And Jesus says, by your tradition, you make the word of God. You don't think tradition is powerful? Go to a good southern town and see the good old boy. Oh, man. See, now, culture. Let me ask you a question. If my mom and dad are headhunters and I meet Christ, get baptized in water, get baptized in the Holy Spirit, what am I going to do with my family tomorrow? I can't hunt, I can't head hunt anymore. So I have to cut something with my natural family. Second, culture. Many people, including those in this room, are, are corrupted by the culture in which you are now embracing. It takes guts, man to stand up and say, I don't do that. I'm not going there. That's not who I am. It's a different kind of holiness, Tom. I'm telling you, man, it's there and it's real. Third one. Economic entities. I just quote one scripture, and you know where I'm at. You have made my father's house How many believe there is economic corruption everywhere? No doubt. Even the money is corrupt and about to explode. Political. 
How many have ever been in a really good church fight? <laughs> Don't put your hands up. No, no, no. I'm sorry I asked that question. Whoa, man, did you ever start to respond then? I thought. There's no politics in the church. Now, watch this last one. Religious empathy. I took the book off the shelf. Where are the guys that were in the book, book room with me today? Yeah, I pulled the book off the shelf, said uh, the, the um, was it the evil side of religion? Did you see it, Red Book? Was it that the title of it? Something like that. The evil side of religion. And I smacked my hand. I said, you're not going there. We are, we are not darkness fighters. We are light turner honors. Yeah, that's right. There we are. No more crusades. When religious, when religion goes bad, what is militant Muslim? Corrupted religion. 30 years war. Um, I just got an email from the Pope's latest, uh, uh, he just sent out an email. Let me quote it for you. I couldn't believe he did this. If you see him suddenly die of a heart attack, you'll know what happened. I'm serious. I think his life is in danger. He said, Rome has become an ideology. And as an ideology, you can function in it no matter where you are. But if you want to walk with Christ, it means you have to break the ideology and find the spiritual reality within that. How many here Catholic background? Can I see your hand? Yeah, you, you hear that, don't you? You can see the, his heart. I, I just can't believe that he had such integrity. If you, if you want that, I'll send it to you. I'm glad to do that. Now, Mumford's question. Maybe you heard this somewhere before. Now watch something here that's very, very important. None of this is evil acts. It's corruption. Can I shock you? May I? Somebody give me permission. Please. Can I serve you communion and look down your blouse? Oh, watch it, boys and girls. Huh? I know, that's corruption. Nobody even knew it happened, except me. So I'm serving you communion and looking down your... The 40 years we've been here, we have been on defense for one deal after another of pastors and leaders doing tricks with the girls. 
And thank God we never had any blowout on us. Corruption. I appear all good and clean and wonderful. I got my clerics on or whatever, and I... Corruption is unseen. Until it manifests. What's in the White House right now? And I'm not Republican or Democrat. I'm not talking about it. I'm talking rampant, rank corruption. I wonder if the Lord isn't allowing us to see. Is that scary, Jim? It's possible he's letting us see. Huh? Yeah, I think it may be. I'm not, you know, just because corruption is a scary thing. Now watch what Jesus is saying. Why do you call me Lord when these five things are ruling you? You know, no one will know the financial battle Eric and I and others have fought. Jim, you know this, man. And during the height of the, of the charismatic thing, I was the man. And everybody was encouraging me to put a $10,000 minimum on my coming. Oh, I got the witness right away. <laughs> And I could have done it, and I could have gotten away with it. Except what? It corrupted me. Nobody knew it. Nobody knew it, but it corrupted me. I said, no thanks, that's not what I'm doing. No. No. I'm going to be a free man. I went to my mom. Come on. I went to my, say it, I went to my culture. I went to my money, the way I handle money. I went to my, come on, politics. And I went to all my religious stuff. And then you start to see how I maneuver and manipulate and handle and do things. And I thought, oh, God. See, I've got an advantage from you guys. I'm, I'm cramming for my finals. <laughs> see, so that, that's a little more jazz in there. But, but do you see what I'm saying? Now, I, I want you to say it with me. I want to be free from natural family. I don't mean you abuse your mother or hurt anybody. I just mean you have to deal with that till you are clean. But I can't do that because my mom will cut me out of the inheritance. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> so I become... <coughs> let, let, Help me, Father. I don't want to just drink this out, but 
I'm teaching a little, not this, but it's something like this eros and agape. This gal sitting, no, it's a man, about 25 years old, sitting right where Eric is. So I talked about how corruption invades, and, and he turns white, and I have a little medical training. I thought he was either having a coronary or something was going on. So I said to him, are you all right? And he said, yes. And I said, what's happening? He said, I was just made steward of my aunt's huge inheritance. And I found myself wanting her dead. And he starts to sob and sob. What is that? Corruption. Nobody knew it. No big acts. Nobody. Pastor will never address that. Now, what are we going to do with this? This is not a children's, this is not a Sunday school class. I, I don't even know how to ask you to embrace this with me. Let, me. let me restate what I said. The reason God wants you free is because creation waits for you. That's cosmic. It's the most, right now, this is the most important thing in the world to me. It's taken me into ascension truth. Just, it's just doing something deep in my person. I want to be free because I want to be authentic. I really do want to be authentic person. I don't want to use you. I don't want to con you. I don't Now, you see what the price tag is. I think you see how the issues come down. And the moment you decide to be a free person, you start to see corruption everywhere. Oh, thank you. You start to see corruption everywhere. I'm starting to smell it and taste it and see it and hear it. And I think, oh, God, how could we have missed it so far? How could we have missed it so far? One of the, one of the ways that you can discern a corrupt person is when they start talking about something that's to their advantage. Their voice changes. You can hear it go up and on. And there are, there's technology that can put on the phone, isn't there? They just say, it's Bob. The check is in the mail. <laughs> and this thing goes, Boo! you know, because <laughs> the, the, the liar is speaking. And the vibes in the voice goes, and, and now I'm beginning to understand how it works. You can feel the voice change. 
This car was driven by a little old lady. <laughs> now, you, are you ready to get in this thing with me? This is serious. I don't know anything. I, when I said to Jim, I, I, I really believe that God wants us to see this stuff and, and start to handle it and work with it. And you, you can do all this. I, can, I was going to give you all the Strong's numbers and all that. But, but, but if you take this. Uh, now, another thing that is happening. When I walk this road, watch, now I'm, I'm at D. How many of you know we have made the new birth magic? Oh, once you're born again, you never lie again. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Just, just receive Jesus and all your problems are gone. No, they just started. See, we made the new birth magic. It's, it's serious. Now, if I start D, E, F, G, I'm starting to become human as God wanted me to be. I have compassion, I have kindness. There's, 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 there's love in my voice and love in my actions. I'm starting to be an authentic kind of a person. My wife says, I think the millennium has started. <laughs> I said, don't get too, don't go up that road too quick because I'm just getting started. All right? <laughs> would you, would you seriously consider this now? Don't you, don't you get in without you knowing what you're doing? But I, I'm not going to call you forward because this is between you and God. I think, I know, if you do, you'll find God closer, more intimate, more ready to speak, more ready to answer your prayers but I'm not baiting you. I'm just telling you how it works. Really been true for us. All you have to do is stand up and the Lord will write your name down. Come on. Come on. Come on. Just to stand quiet in his presence for a moment. Take hands with someone when you so you feel consoled and secure. Uh, Father, 
These here in this room are the, are the ones that have heard and followed and tried to hear. And we feel tonight, Lord, you have helped us to see the next step. Now, I'm asking you, Father, to walk these aisles between the rows and write down everybody's name. And then you can remind them when you are working in their world what it was they committed to November the 1st. 2013. If there's anyone seated, Lord, put it in their heart. I'm grateful that they're honest, but I ask you to pull them towards yourself that they would be able to make their own commitment in their own time, under their own circumstances, and that you would bring them home to ascension truth. Let this weekend be filled, Lord, with your purpose, we ask for Christ's sake. Amen. Amen. Hug a neck, will you, somewhere? Just hug a neck before you get out of here.